We saw eight games straight. There was a couple of controversial calls. There's so much to talk about. How's my mate, As? How you going, buddy? How's things, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm well. Absolutely loving the Magic Round. How good is it? Definitely have to get up there uh, one year. Uh, it's unbelievable to watch eight straight games at one ground. And at Suncorp is insane, crazy. It'd be a great experience for league-loving fans. Mate, you're not wrong there, mate. Maybe that's the next giveaway, as in a couple of years' time, we'll do a giveaway for the Magic Round because, as you all know, we've launched a giveaway for the NRL Grand Final for two tickets. That's right, two tickets to join as an I at the NRL Grand Final. If you haven't already, jump on to our Instagram page, at Hobes and As. Tag as many mates as you want. Follow us. Give us the keyword to as is mentioned in its magic time. Find the code. Let us know. DM it, that code to us to get more prizes. The entry closes this Saturday. That is right. Saturday, it all is completed. We will announce a winner. And uh, yeah, we can't wait for that. But yeah, who knows down the track? Maybe we do a magic round giveaway with Hobes and As. What do you reckon, As? Oh, that'd be unbelievable, mate. And to all the people out there, you know, get this word, this magic word that I've said, and uh, reply to us on Instagram, send it through, because uh, you'd be missing out, hanging out with two league madmen at the GF. You'll have a great experience with us, a laugh, because that's what we like to do. Uh, and we'll obviously watch uh, the greatest thing on earth the rugby league nrl grand final and who knows you might even see the mighty blue and gold army eh we might get there as how good uh no that's not happening uh that's not happening at all (laughs) (laughs) awesome oh what about the 15 sin bins and three send-offs uh are the refs off their heads mate it was unbelievable wasn't it some of those calls just Look, I know there was a big crackdown on this at the start of the round. Peter Volandi's come out and said, any players hit high in the head will be you know, sent on their marching orders and off they go. But as a couple of these calls, mate, were so dodgy, so sketchy, I understand the safety of players. And I'd love to hear from some players that, you know, to share their thoughts on this because... Mate, look, we've played the game. We understand how hard it is. We understand, you know, your cop head knocks every now and then. But I think it has to come down to a reasonable line to know, was that intentional? Was it a shoulder charge? Like, come on, some of these ones just literally hit them on the on the button. And, uh, mate, they were sent for 10. Yeah, I mean, forget the sendings at the moment, mate. The send-offs, right? So you had Josh Papaliti's shoulder into Tui Katoa's lemon spread. Yeah, you could probably send him off for that for the way the game's going at the moment, right? I'm not going to debate that, right? You send him off, fine. That's the way you want to go with that. That's fine. I'd actually argue that one, mate. I actually don't think that was a send-off offence, mate. He was slipping. He was sliding, mate. I I, I actually beg to differ on that one, mate. I'm actually dirty on that one. Yeah, okay, a fair point. Exactly what you're saying. 
Now, one of the sin bins where uh, Tedesco fell, I think it was into Bird's arm, and he got sent for 10. Now, exactly what you're saying. Where is the common sense that, hold on, these players are falling, right? Mm-hmm. It's total accident for someone to obviously touch them around the head area when they're going in for a tackle. Now, how is it Bird's fault that he gets 10 in the bin, that Tedesco's lost his footing and is falling in the tackle? How is it his fault? So let's give a player 10 in the bin for a player falling. Are you serious? Like, surely the video ref comes in the play and goes, hold on, it's an accidental high tackle here. Sufficient penalty, but not 10 in the bin. So why is the video ref relaying that to to the referees on the field? I I don't get it, mate. It's like you're saying, right? Josh Papali's shoulder into Katoa's lemon spread. Okay, Katoa's obviously going down in the tackle, losing his footing, right? So where's the video ref relaying this message going, Hold on. If we can see it at home, it's an accident, right? Where's a re- video ref going to the referee? Hold on. This one's a bit of an accident. Uh, not really the player's fault because the player with the ball has lost footing and he's falling in the tackle, which makes contact with the shoulder into the head. So sufficient penalty, but uh, not really the player's fault. So when's this common sense coming into play for our game, mate? This is driving us mad, hopes. Yeah, mate, I totally agree. As... The first thing that your coach teaches you as a younger coach, back when we were kids, right? The first thing our coach taught us how to tackle is what? Lead with your? Shoulder. Shoulder. Exactly right, mate. Seriously, that's the way that you learn to tackle. You use your shoulder, wrap your arms around, and drive with your legs. That's the way that you are brought up to play this game. Josh Papali'i was doing that as. Katoa changed the line. He changed his line. And his head was dead set lining up with his shoulder. First impact from the other Canberra player. And and his body was falling from, you know, sort of stepping and changing his line. Papa Lee can't change his line, mate. He's already he's already committed to the tackle. So, mate, I was actually not happy with that call, as. But, look, with the rules and what they're doing, okay, if you get sent off for that, if that's the way they're going to go, then that's the way they're going to go. But, mate, so many of these. Look at um, Tyrell Fulamiano. You know, with his swinging arm on Pappenhaus. And what do you think of that one, mate? He hit Pap, obviously, fair and square straight in the face. Pap was out before he even hit the ground. You could see that his head hit the ground first. So, mate, look, that to me is a send-off. That's his forearm hitting him as. You can't do those things, mate. Yeah, that's basically the defender hitting the attacker in the head. There's no doubt about that. That Fumiano's send-off, fair enough. Get off, son. You can't be doing that. But uh, the other one, Herman Sese with a 1980s coat hanger around Brian Tottenham, mm. that looked pretty bad as well, mate. Mm. So, I mean, I wouldn't debate that as well. That, that's a send-off for yes. mine as well. Again, the way the game's going, I understand that. But that's basically the defender uh, hitting the attacker straight in the head, fair and square. It's not bouncing up. It's not Brian Tottenham falling in the tackle. It's yep. just a straight head high. Get off, son. You're marching orders. But I, I don't mind that. That's the way the game's going. Fine. But surely, mate, when is common sense coming into play where the video ref just whispers in his ear, mate, the, the attacking player's falling in the tackle, he's lost his footing, which has obviously made the defender make contact with the attacker's head. Uh, sufficient penalty because he's hit him in the head, but it's not 10 in the bin because it's not the defender's fault. This, exactly. this is what I get out. When's yeah. common sense coming into play, mate? This is driving our game insane. It's mad. There's so many touchy subjects and we're going to get inconsistencies again and now another inconsistency i saw on the weekend players just rolling the ball under their feet hold Mm. on the start of the year you're penalizing that 
Now they're not even touching it, Oates. They're just rolling it straight under their legs. Where, where's the penalties gone? So we've gone off that now. We're, we're, we're totally focusing on head highs. I, I don't get that. Mate, the game's lost the plot. We've dead set lost the plot. They're micromanaging everything. And, you know, you and me can be sitting on our lounges watching, and we can clearly say after one, one look at it. Yep, that's a knock on, or yep, that's a penalty. And they'll just continue to roll, roll, roll. What are you looking at, man? We can see this on the lounge. It's driving us insane, Hose. Honestly, it's driving us insane. And you're just getting actors galore, man. Like I said, we're turning into soccer where someone just gets touched. Oh, like the Chad Townsend one on Cody Walker. Please, please. Yet they pull that up three tackles after it's happened. That's insane, mate. What are we turning into? It's really tough to put a finger on it because, like, we've gone now from two refs to one ref. The on-field ref now, he needs to rely on his touch judges. They need to be involved a lot more. I always find the touch judges don't seem to be doing their part of the role other than keeping the defensive line on side. I think that should be their number one goal. The referee should just be focusing on the ruck area. But these days, with the refs now obviously being told they need to watch every head high, like they can't obviously see everything. So you're right. Their, their vision has gone from the ruck to now worrying about the headshots. But, mate, the refs must be under fatigue too. They, they're obviously the fittest blokes out there on the field. There has to be some give in this where, you know, the touch judges or, like you're saying, the video ref, they can see everything that we're seeing. But obviously times 10, they've got all the different camera angles in front of them and multiple staff. Surely someone there with a bit of nous, with a bit of understanding of the game, must be in the referee's ear to say, mate, that's a penalty. But you're right, that Cody Walker one, mate, where they three plays down, mate, they're on the halfway line and they run all the way back to the 10 metres out, 20 metres in. That is a joke, mate. Like, people that don't even understand our game will be like, wait, what, what's going on here? Why are we still playing on? Mate, there used to be just, you blow a penalty then and there and it's done. You move on. Yeah, 100%, mate. It's, it's, it's micromanage. Mate, I'm getting sick of it, eh? It's, it's, it's annoying. They've got to fix this up, hey? Let's move on. Let's talk about the good points in this. Uh, obviously, so much to talk about that happened over the weekend. Mate, one of the best ways to start is by announcing your West Tigers 36 over Newcastle Knights 18. Mate, what a way to start Magic Ground. You would have been over the moon. Mate, Luke Brooks scored the first try of Magic Round. How'd you think, mate? Adam Dewey in the centres. He looked pretty good out there, mate. Yeah, mate. Uh, we played well. I'm, I'm happy for the victory. It's just we got to back it up this weekend. And the record says we're not going to, doesn't it? But you know what? I've got a bit of confidence, mate. And I think uh, we can back up this weekend. So don't mark off the old tigers, mate. I think uh, we're rolling all right. We did beat a depleted Newcastle team. There's no doubt about it. They were shot, Hodes. They were terrible. Yeah, Luke Brooks. I mean, he, he had a good game. He, he wasn't outstanding. Uh, he had a good game, but... And, um, yeah, that first try, gee, it was good to see that, uh, you know, Tommy Talao through the middle, then obviously the pass off to Brooks to go under the sticks, mate. I, I was happy as Larry, mate. No, I was going off me tree. I couldn't be more happy for the way uh, my team performed, and I'll take the victory. There's no doubt about it. Obviously, yeah, like you said, Dewey, he's a try, isn't he, Hopes? He's a tryer, mm-hmm. mate. He's not a superstar, but he's a trier. So he's going good for us as well. But uh, Newcastle hopes, uh, Adam O'Brien, the uh, pressure is building, isn't it? Mate, seriously, you know what I like about Adam Dewey's performance as? That he didn't kick stones, you know? Like, he's been Tigers' best in the halves this year. We know that. Everyone knows that. 
any football head knows that Adam Dewey's been one of their better players. He gets moved out from 5'8 into the centres. Moses Embai comes into 5'8. Adam Dewey could have easily just kicked stones and, you know, had the attitude of, why why me? But, mate, he didn't. He stepped up. He showed that why he's an NRL player. And he's a trier, as like you mentioned. He, he had a good night with the boot as well. Um, and, you know, he obviously got the Tigers on the front foot. 24-4 at half time. I was like, wow, this Tigers team uh, is... This is what I know that they can do. This is why I've said that they are a chance to, you know, be a roughie for the eight. Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle. Where do we go here? They are just, oh, mate. They don't know if they're left or right or Arthur or Martha. They are out on their feet. Um, they are depleted, as you mentioned. But, mate, look, without Kalen Ponga, there's just no direction. I know that we did our tips last week without knowing that Kalen was uh, not playing, that he was obviously ruled out during the week. I would have loved to have changed for the Tigers with that because I did say it would be an upset on the cards, but I was going with Knights for Ponga. Mate, look, they are a different team without him. Tyson Frizzell tried. Other than that, mate, this team's just, yeah, Lachlan Fitzgibbon was just overrunning his hand and run, overrunning the play on numerous occasions. For him, he's a good ball runner, as he's a good, he runs good lines, but mate, he just yeah. didn't get it right. He, he, obviously, it's timing. Obviously, he's come, come back from injury a couple of weeks ago. But, mate, that's all comes down to timing, you know. So, look, his timing's off. He really needs to fix that, Lachlan Fitzgibbon. And he needs to do it fast because Newcastle need the wins. Adam O'Brien, a lot of talk on this bloke, as. There was a lot of talk and hype on him. Uh, obviously, Newcastle made the eight, but obviously we, we've spoken about that last year, that they, you know, fell out. With the team they had, they should have made the eight last year. Obviously, injuries are in there. But where does he see his team? Was talking about his players and that he might need to recruit some other players. But, mate, where else does he go? I mean, he, he's got a staff fullback. He's got a halves. He obviously needs some centres. But these young kids, like Bradman Best, there's a lot of hype that has come out of his feet lately. There hasn't been a lot of talk about Bradman Best lately. But, mate, yeah, obviously Kurt Mann just isn't a controlled player. They obviously need Blake Green back. Obviously losing Mitchell Pearce with that peck injury hurt him. I don't know. Jaden Braley's trying as. He's another trier. He's actually doing his bit as captain, but mate, Clemmer and Saifidi, they're all just hot and cold, aren't they, as, mate? And obviously Origin coming up and you'd think Saifidi would be one of the forwards picked, but mate, they just look like they're out of sorts, Newcastle. Yeah, we'll probably pick Saifidi because we've, we've done a Queensland. We've got no one. They've gone backwards, Hobbs. There's no doubt about it. I mean, there's no improvement under his coaching. Uh, mm. I don't know if he's lost the dressing room. I don't know if the, you know, he's gone stale up there. He's also got the one and only Anthony Seibold as assistant coach. So what's doing there? I don't know. No wonder they've gone backwards. I think his days are numbered, to be honest with you, Hobbs. I think they'll be moving on from Adam O'Brien quick smart after this season. But who knows? We'll have to wait and see. They are depleted. I understand that, mate. But they're not even having a dig. No, they yeah. So. Yeah. Who knows what's going on there? Mate, let's move on. Manly, Warringah Seagulls, 50 over Brisbane Broncos, 6. Home ground advantage as lots of Broncos supporters there on Friday night. 41,000 of them as. There would have been thousands of them. The Manly, Warringah Seagulls are in the 8 as. That's right as. They are in the 8. All thanks to our mate, Tommy Turbo. He just... Clicks a gear, mate. He just revs that engine and uh, he just says, give me the ball, boys. Let's go. Mate, he's a freak. He's a wizard. Yeah, he's a magician. He just does everything. How good is he, mate? He's uh, 
definitely up there with the best player in the game, mate. There's no doubt about it at the moment. There's no doubt about it, mate. I mean, you've got Nathan Cleary, obviously. Tedesco showed on the weekend. Like, don't forget about me, mate. But uh, at the moment, mate, he's on fire. And that team just plays phenomenally when he's in the team, mate. But unbelievable. 50 points on the Bronx. Anthony Milford, Hobes. Mm. I really don't think he's in shape at all, Hobes. He just... He doesn't want to be there, mate, to be honest with you. I just don't know why Brisbane just don't move on from him now, mate, to be honest with you. There'll probably be a team that will fall for his trickery and sign him for 800000 Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with Anthony Milford, mate. It's definitely not the Anthony Milford of old. Yeah, where do the Bronx go, Hobes? Continue, I suppose, to, to try and turn up every week. I'm hearing Carmichael Hunt coming in. I don't know what the old 36-year-old Carmichael Hunt's going to do. Sure. But, uh, yeah, Hobes, honestly, what is wrong with these teams signing these old players that used to be guns. They're not going to be guns anymore, mate, you know. I don't understand it. I never will. But who knows, mate? Who knows? But, uh, yeah, Manly are flying. Looks like I'm going to have egg on my face because they are going to make the eight, aren't they? I said they'll probably be an injury, so I'm not giving up yet. But uh, if everyone stays healthy, I don't see how they're not going to make the eight, the old Seagulls. They are on fire. Well, mate, Kieran Florin broke his hand early on in this game. It looked like a dis- dislocated finger, um, but he actually came off the field uh, with a broken hand. But, mate, Josh Schuster filled in there perfectly at 5'8". As what a player this young kid's going to be. He's just a powerhouse. He's just strong upper body. He's got all the skills. He obviously needs a lot of learning. He obviously needs to understand, you know, when to pass, when to play, when to kick. But, look, he'll get that. And the speed of the game is obviously going to, Help him, and the longer he plays the game, the, the better he will be at it. But as some of those balls that he did, where he was the ball was shifted out to him, they were obviously facing towards the sideline. He turns his body back in, looks out, plays in. As it's just perfect, it's great way to play for a young kid. You got to know how to look out, but play inside. Like it, it, it's very hard to do. Obviously, I I wasn't a ball player, but you know just to see. The, and understand, you know, all these different plays. And, mate, this kid's got it. Manly didn't look like they missed a beat without Kieran Foran. Um, but, mate, look, Tommy's just absolutely killing it at the moment. Brisbane did look out of all sorts. You're right with Anthony Milford, mate. He just, as he hasn't looked like he's wanted to play NRL for probably three or four years, mate. Even his face, he just looks sad, mate. He looks sad. He looks like he's not happy. I don't mm. know what it is. I feel real sorry for the guy. Um, he had all the talent. He has all the talent. But, mate, he's like he doesn't want to use it. It's like he doesn't want to be there. It's like a bloke on the job that just rocks up and just does their day-to-day thing, like doesn't want to say hello, doesn't want to have a laugh. They just want to get in and get it done and go home. Like, mate, I'm all about people building up camaraderie and having some fun and having a laugh. I reckon there's nothing better than that. Anthony Milford just looks like he's lost all of that. So, obviously, there's a lot of pressure on him with all the – you know, the money that he's on this year. But yeah, Broncos got to let him go. Talks of him going to the Gold Coast Titans. As I don't know if that's going to be a better move. But look, he's definitely not worth anywhere near the money that he's on uh, right now. But mate, look, Manly's just kicking into gear. Uh, Cherry Evans is, is playing well. Mate, they've got a good young forward pack, mate. Sean Kepley's playing well. Teniella Paseca. They've got some great back rowers. Cade Cuss coming off the bench is doing well as well as. So... Mate, look, a couple of sin bins in this game as well with uh, Tyson Gamble getting uh, t- 10 in the bin. But, mate, our mate, Jason Saab, showing his pace. I'd love to see him in a foot race with Josh Adokar. Mate, he's a flyer and he's going to be 
something. There's no doubt about it. The old Saab, he can play this young bloke and he's got speed to burn. There's uh, big talks that he's actually quicker than the Fox. So I wouldn't mind seeing a foot race, one of those Lee Oaten Ryan and uh, Martin Offia foot races. That'd be uh, spectacular to see. They should do that before the GF or something, mate, because, uh, yeah, I'd love to see that between them two. They are dead set flyers. Manly continue to roll and impressive, and they should get another win this week because they got para. Oh. <laughs> Mate, Bulldogs, 18, Canberra Raiders, 20. Canberra broken the five-game losing streak as they nearly lost this Canberra. They nearly were six games on the trot at losing. They were 8 nil up at half-time, Canberra. Not much was happening in this game. Bulldogs scored a couple of tries early in the second half. Jack Whiten got sin-binned. Uh, and then Nick Meaney scored pretty much straight after that. The Bulldogs were in this game, as They were winning. And, uh, mate, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. The Bulldogs were up 12-8, as with um, 20 to go. They've just lost Josh Papali'i. I thought, mate, they're going to win here. And, uh, mate, look, Canberra just came through in the in the back end of this game. Uh, obviously, a consolation try to Dallin Wateen Zalesniak. 20-18, Canberra, over the Bulldogs. What do you think of Canberra's performance, mate? And where do you see Canberra now in the 2021 competition? Oh, they're not playing good footy, are they, Hobes? They, they are not playing good footy at all. They're not playing top eight rugby league. There's no doubt about that. Definitely something going on down there. There's no doubt about it. I know Croker's due back, I think, this week. To nearly blow it against the Dogs, who are clearly the worst team in the comp. Not a bad uh, fight back there. Obviously, two players sent off. I mean, Canterbury, Bankstown, what's doing? One player sent off, one uh, given 10 in the bin. But to not win this game, mate, please. You can't let a team fight back when they've got someone sent off. We'll continue to say it. Obviously, the Bulldogs fans, they'll know. Next year's the year you, you'll improve. There's no doubt about that. But there's nothing this year. They are terrible. But Canberra, I mean, please. They are a long way off from where they should be, Hope. There's still a, a fair bit to go, mate, so they can turn it around. But, yeah, at the moment, they don't look good at all, do they? Mate, South Sydney Rabbitohs, 32 over Cronulla Sharks, 22. The South Sydney Rabbitohs just keep marching on as they keep doing what they do. But, look, Cronulla were in this one as well. Um, I know it was 20-6 to six at half time. Cronulla scored a couple of quick tries uh, straight after half time. They scored one just before to keep them in the game. South, obviously, they've had some injury problems as well. They obviously get Latrell back this week, finally. Um, but, mate, look, Adam Reynolds, he's just shown that he wants to leave South Sydney Rabbitohs with a premiership ring. Uh, he just keeps getting better. But, mate, look, just a couple of dodgy calls. Uh, Cody Walker, head high. It was a crusher, I think, mate, that um, they called Chad Townsend for. He was nowhere near his pressure on his neck for sufficient for it to be a penalty. It was an absolute disgraceful call. A lot of people saying, oh, Cronulla was going to win that game if uh, South didn't get that penalty, please. Don't go that far. Mm. I mean, come on. But definitely killed killed off the uh, any momentum that Cronulla had. Obviously, South had the ball, but for them to keep them down there, um, obviously, they went back and gave the penalty. But yeah, I, I don't think it would have changed the outcome. But yeah, I mean, South got the job done. Obviously, they got a stack of injuries. Uh, I thought Latrell was back last week, but he's back this week. Like you're saying, I'm here. Cam Murray's back as well. So um, they should be uh, a few plays back for the Penrith clash uh, coming up, which is 
absolute uh, cream game coming up to watch. So we'll see where South are up against the heavyweights. But, um, I mean, Cronulla, where do you go, Hobes? Good to see Andrew Fafita back having a run. But, yeah, they're, they're shot as well, Hobes. They're going nowhere, uh, especially under Josh Henne. They'll be looking forward to next year when Fitzgibbon uh, gets in charge. We'll have to wait and see. So, mate, as a, a coach that's going to take over a club, so Craig Fitzgibbons are now going to take over Cronulla Sharks. Is he watching every Cronulla game from now on as an assistant coach to the Roosters? Does he go over it like with a fine-tooth comb? When does he get in the decisions of Cronulla's rebuild? Are they asking him if players are coming off contract? Who does he want to sign? Who's he looking for? Do all these conversations now happen to Craig Fitzgibbon while he's in with the Roosters? Like, how does all this sit? Like, there must be, you know, when does he get time to talk about this? Is there rules in with the Roosters? No, mate, you can't talk about Cronulla Sharks while you're here. But when you go home of a night, once you've clocked off, you can talk about Cronulla all you want. Like, where does it where does it work with coaches in that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a hard one. I did hear Adam Reynolds talking about um, something with Fitzgibbon, but like you're saying, he's at the Roosters as assistant coach. So, how's he having any dialect with players that might come to his Cronulla, obviously in the future? So, it is a hard one uh, the way they're going. So, I'm not too sure, mate, how that works. But um, I don't think he'd be watching every game. There's no doubt about that. He's got to concentrate on the Roosters. But um, I'm sure he'd have uh, some sort of thinking on who he wants at the club next year and who he wants to let go. There's no doubt about that. Do you re-sign Sean Johnson? No. Do you re-sign Matt Moylan? No. Do you re-sign Josh Durgan? No. So all three of those go. See you later, baby. <laughs> Hit the frog and toe. Who picks them up? I got no idea. I don't really care as long as it's not the West Tigers. Um, <laughs> three former star players, but are clearly washed up now, mate. I mean, I don't want to hear another club with management that has got no idea who thinks. Sean Johnson's going to be the Sean Johnson of old and Matt Moylan's going to be the Matt Moylan of old and Josh Dugan's going to be the Josh Dugan of old. They've clearly had their day in the sun. It's a long gone now, but uh, obviously if some club can pick them up for, say, 150000 200000 whatever, fair, fair enough, mate, whatever. But they're not going to be stars anymore, Hope. So I don't know what their management's going to ask for, but I wouldn't be falling, falling for that because if some bloke at some club who's got control, force for it, they are just, it's just stupidity. Absolute stupidity. Mate, speaking about 150,000, we read in the paper on the weekend, oh, Chrissy Sandow wants to go. Oh, honestly. I hope someone can remind Chrissy that he wasn't that good. Uh, like, please, 150,000. Yeah, I might as well say, I'll put my hand up. Someone give me a, a tryout. I only want 150. Fancy saying I only want 150,000. How about saying, oh, I just want a, a shot? Can someone just give me a shot? I'll sign for 150000 <laughs> Please. Honestly, Hobes. Oh, move on, mate. Some people just got to move on with life, mate. Maybe the Tigers will sign Chris Sandow. Oh, wouldn't surprise me. Mate, the Roosters, 30 over the North Queensland Cowboys, 16. Sam Walker, as he's uh, obviously still looking the goods. But for me, as he's just looking a little bit tired, mate. He's looking a little bit overworked. It uh, looks like he needs a couple of weeks rest as he's um, 18 years old. The body must be taking a flogging uh, with all these NRL players running at him. 
I uh, couldn't imagine uh, how he would have pulled up watching Jason Taumalolo running at him all day. Mate, obviously he's got it. The kid's got it. But at 18 years old, as the Roosters would love to have Luke Keary there or uh, Lockie Lamb and Drew Hutchinson all fit because I reckon they'd give him a rest, as. But look, mate, they can't. Obviously their cattle is stripped. They need to keep him on the field. But he does look like he needs rest, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. But to me, if the kids say, no, I'm all right, I've got no injury, just keep playing him, mate. I, mean, I don't – like, he's a superstar. There's no doubt about it. For me, he's, I'll even say it now, he's Queensland's halfback uh, in a year or two. There's no doubt about it for mine. The kid is a freak, Obes. He's going to be special. There's no doubt in my mind whatsoever. He's looking the goods. I mean, the, the team's depleted, mate. You've got, uh, obviously, friend retired, Cordner's out, Carey's out. Um, the list continues to grow with injuries. And he's still performing, mate. So uh, they've definitely got a star on their hands there at the Roosters. Obviously, Suwali hasn't had a game yet. Yeah, they've definitely got young guns coming through the system coming up. Uh, but didn't Tedesco look good, Hopes? Yeah. Uh, plenty of darts out of dummy half at tied forwards, making breaks through the middle. And he looked the goods. He looked like he bombed the try. He had two players looming up on his inside, but he elected to go to the outside. If our homes fell off him, he just threw a ball up to uh, Crichton. Good catch from the big fella yep. to plant the ball down. James Tedesco showed why he's still, for mine, the star fullback and will be fullback for the Blues. There's no doubt about it, mate. He's, he's a freak. He's been a freak for years. The Roosters keep rolling, mate. For the Cowboys, a few missed opportunities there, mate, but a, a good fight back there in the second half. I don't think they've got the star power, I suppose, to compete with these type of teams. But They'll keep trying, huh? There's no doubt about that. Yeah, mate. Good to see Jarvid Bowen back, mate. I thought he was out of the NRL for quite a while. I haven't heard the name for a while. And, uh, mate, obviously you've got to meet Pye in the end. Uh, but, look, Scott Drinkwater's looking the goods there. Um, they've just obviously re-signed him. He's just re-signed with the Cowboys. So that's another good coup there. But, yeah, mate, the sin bin from, you know, Lachlan Burr on, on Tedesco, it, it definitely shouldn't have been on. Tedesco was falling. It, there was nothing he could do. Absolutely nothing. But, mate, look, it's what the NRL have chosen. We spoke about it a little earlier. Um, but, mate, yeah, Angus Crichton's hitting his straps. He'll be there for the Blues this year. Um, and, mate, Matt Ikevalu, isn't he a player that just does his job? Like, He's obviously sitting in the wings. Obviously, he's come in now for Brett Morris. But, mate, he's been performing the last few weeks, this, this guy. And um, and he does his job as. He's another bloke that comes in and does his job and another guy that you call a trier. Yeah, no doubt about it, mate. I wouldn't even say he's been consistent a few weeks. He's probably been consistent for a year and a half, Abes, when he's been in and out of first grade. He continues to score tries, does his job on the wing. Uh, no superstar, but, yeah, definitely a trier, mate. So he's done very well. And again, like you're saying with that that Tedesco head high, mate, how can you punish a player when it's not his fault? That's what I don't understand, mate. So hopefully they fix that up, mate. Yeah, I agree, mate. Seriously, it's just one of those things in the game now. Obviously, there'll be some teething problems and definitely change the way uh, that we watch this game over the weekend. Magic Round was great, but obviously there was just a lot of uh, decisions in there where I thought common sense should have come into it. First game on Sunday. The Parramatta Eels, 34 over the Warriors, 18. Parramatta up 24-0 as after 18 minutes. They just couldn't go on with it, mate. Yeah, um, obviously, I'd love to hear your take on this, mate, first, because obviously your team, I know you love them to bit, so I'd love to hear your take on and whether you're impressed with the, 
the victory. Mate, look, I, I said this would be a, a tougher game than what I thought. Obviously, Parra come out of the blocks flying 24th nil after 18 minutes. They looked like they were going to go on with this. Uh, put on, you know, 50, 60 points, I was thinking, at one stage. Look, obviously losing uh, Dylan Brown and uh, Murata Niakore with Wunga Blake back. I, I really don't like the right-hand side defence of Parramatta with Wunga Blake and Blake Ferguson. I've been very uh, talkative about this quite often. I thought Murata coming in there and just doing his job, it seems like he has more communication with Blake Ferguson than what Wunga Blake does with Fergo. So, look... A lot to work on on that right side. And look, Parramatta's right side is South Sydney's left side. So, mate, that's worrying for me because South Sydney's dangerous on the left. So when we play South, they've got to really get that fixed or they need to change something. Hopefully, Murata's back by the time we play the Bunnies and, you know, they they move Wunga Blake out or get him on the inside or something because, um, mate, it just looks dangerous. As I, I really was upset that Parramatta didn't, go on with this, although, you know, up 24-6, I thought, okay, the break's going to do us well. It was a bit of an arm wrestle there once the Warriors actually started controlling the ball. But the Warriors just brought on Reese Walsh in the, you know, early on in the second half. Mate, this kid's got to start. This kid has to be the 5'8", or the halfback for the New Zealand Warriors this weekend. He's got it as this kid, mate. He just absolutely carved up Parramatta. In and through the middle, he was everywhere. Throwing bullet passes, stepping inside, outside, scoring tries. You know, good kicking game as well. You know, Ben Murdoch Nasilla come on. He obviously got a head knock earlier on in the game and come back on from that. Got some stitches in the chin. He'd come back on though and changed the game for the Warriors and uh, scored a damaging try. That's the way you got to play as. You've got to run with intent. Look, Parramatta bombed a few tries. You know, Blake Ferguson on the wing. I obviously thought he got the ball down. He... He bombed one and um, Madison as well. So, uh, look, I was really happy with Jacob Arthur, mate. They obviously score the try in the 75th minute to wrap up the game. And you could see the emotion in Brad Arthur riding his boy home. What a moment that would have been for the Arthur family. Um, I was hearing during the week that the biggest talking point for Brad Arthur was he wasn't going to pick his son for his name. But all the coaching staff and the players actually backed him to to pick Jacob Arthur um, because they believe that he, he's got it. Big, tall, lanky kid as. He's, um, he looks like he could be something. I don't know if 5'8's his position. If he keeps growing, he's only 18. He might end up in the back row uh, later on in his career. But right now, mate, he showed the skills. And look, he, he took the line on as, which is what I love. Moses obviously did that in the first 20 minutes. Um, but then, yeah, he just went a bit quiet, Moses, and uh, you know, come up with some clutch plays at the end of the game to to seal it for us. But, um, yeah, mate, look, we've got a lot of work to do if we want to beat Manly uh, on Sunday. Yeah, going back to Reese Walsh, I've been saying it a while now. I don't understand why Nathan Brown isn't starting him, mate. I still don't. How good is the Warriors with two of us a check at the back and him at half? Please, Hobbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, why wouldn't you start the kid? He's going to be something. There's no doubt about it, mate. He's got all the tools. He's a freak. And um, I don't understand why Nathan Brown's bringing him off the bench. I, I don't get it. I really don't, mate. But anyway, he's the coach. Mitchell Moses, Hobbs. I mean, I was very impressed, highly impressed with his first half. I mean, he took the forwards on when they were tired, mate, and obviously offload to Nathan Brown to get the first try. Highly impressive, mate. Really impressive. And um, we continue to say it, but he's rocks and diamonds. So he needs to be consistent. He's got to back that performance up this week. I mean, it's, a, it's an absolute uh, mouth-watering game this week. 
against Manly, mate. Really is. So he's got to back that up this week uh, at home at Bank West. So uh, for Para, I was a bit disappointed, Oz. I mean, you're up 24 zip, mate. And to not go on with it, again, continue to say, a bit worrying for me, mate. I mean, when you play these top dogs, uh, you know, Penrith, Obviously, the Storm and South fully fit. I don't know if Parra can go with them, especially come finals time, mate, because they go to another level. Can Parra go to another level? I haven't seen it, Oz. I don't know, mate. And for me, I've told you before, mate, I think Brad Arthur, he's got to bring the best out of his team this year. Otherwise, it's uh, 9-9 for me. I think they've got to move on from Brad Arthur. He's had all the all the chances in the world, Oz. And if he can't win the GF, he's got all the players he wants. Uh, they've got to move on from him, mate. They really have something something more fresh. Someone that can get the job done uh, has to come in and do it. Yeah, uh, his son just did his job for mine. Mm-hmm. He had a solid debut. There's no doubt about it. Obviously, good on him. Good on the kid to score a try. Congratulations. Awesome. In front of your family, mate, and uh, should be proud. He, obviously, his dad would be proud of him, mate. So, um, solid performance uh, for his debut. Mitchell Mo- Moses obviously just helped him out, leading him around, telling him what to do. So, it was good to see. Where do you go from here for the Warriors? I'll just continue to, to, to roll along, Hobes. Hopefully, yeah, Nathan Brown gets our message and starts Reese Walsh. With Reese Walsh coming on, I know they brought Reese Walsh on at fullback, but, mate, Roger was put out on the wing. Like, to me, that just doesn't make sense. I know Roger was a winger when he first came into the NRL, but a lot of good fullbacks actually did start on the wing, uh, i.e. Anthony Minicello. Mm-hmm. But, look, with having Roger out on the wing, he's not a winger anymore, as he's... He's older now. He's he's more careered. He's more settled. He needs to be in the middle of the park. So for me, having Reese Walsh and Roger Tuivasa Sheck in the middle of the field, that's dangerous. That's a that's just like having Pappenhausen and Munster and Jerome Hughes in the middle. Like that's where they need to be. You wouldn't put one of them out on the wing. Like it just doesn't make sense in my head. So look, mate, Reese Walsh has to be. I know they want to stick with Chanel. But mate, look, Cody Nicarima for me as he's not a he's not a halfback, mate. He's not a halfback. So look, if they want to put Chanel there, I thought he was off, actually, to be honest with you. I didn't think he had a really good game and uh come up with some dumb plays and threw a lot of balls out on the sideline, which obviously, you know, stopped a lot of momentum that Reese Walsh had created. Please, Nathan Brown, please put this kid in the halves and get his hands on the ball. And he needs to be on early because he's dangerous. He he's electrifying. He's got all the skill set. And uh, look, mate, the Warriors are going to upset a lot of teams. But as they're still not a top eight team, are they? Nah, far from it, mate. But that, that combination is deadly, mate. And I think the longer they play together, two of us are Sheks last year. But the longer, you know, he gets these two to, to obviously gel, oh, oh, mate, I think they can, they can obviously push a lot of teams. Mate, Melbourne Storm, 44 over the St. George Illawarra Dragons, 18. As a lot of talk about this game, a lot of people's thoughts about Melbourne Storm losing this with the Dragons with the upset. Melbourne Storm had a lot of their key players out. No Munster, no Harry Grant, no Brandon Smith. They just kept rolling on, mate. They just know how to win. I was never in doubt that they would lose this game. They were always going to win this game. Ryan Pappenhausen comes back. He literally lasted 12 minutes. Sets up the first try to Josh Adokar. Gets KO'd by Tyrell. I believe it was a um, send-off. I, I do believe that 100% was. But, mate, look, Josh Maguire. He was odds-on, wasn't he, as to get 10 in the bin in this game. A head high. Anyone that hits a head high was going to get 10 in the bin. 
you could have put a million dollars. You could put your house on Josh Maguire to be one of the players in this new rules to be 10 in the bin. And he got it. Yes, he doesn't mind a foul play, the old Josh Maguire. Um, you know what, Hose, considering how St. George had a player sent off uh, early on, mate, and to score, you know, three or four tries, well done to him, mate, to be honest with you. I mean, they lost Dufty too, which is a major part of their attack. No doubt Hook would have been proud that they, they, they stuck in and tried to fight Hobbs. But, yeah, Melbourne just continue to roll, don't they? Players in, players out. doesn't matter, mate. You know, they, they continue to roll. Um, and I continue to say it too, as if I was a, a rugby league player and my career was just stalling, I'd be going to the storm because uh, players just produce under Bellamy and in that side. I mean, Nico Hines, Remus Smith, they're producing homes. There's no doubt about it. And uh, they're turning into people are carrying on like they're superstars, mate. But they're just, they're just playing great footy. Obviously, if they decide to leave the storm, they're going to get good contracts somewhere else. They don't always turn out to be, you know, the contract what they're getting paid for at other clubs. They just they just play under Bellamy for some reason. I don't know what it is, but, gee, he's a great coach, mate. And the way uh, they're structured, mate, he's unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, it was another great win, wasn't it? And the Fox, the, the best winger in the world. How good is he, hey? He just continues to score tries week after week. Oh, mate, seriously. Jerome Hughes, for me, has just... Going to another level. I just love the way he plays. I love that he just plays what's ahead of him and uh, he's not afraid to do that. Mate, look, Nico Hines obviously filled in there for Pat when he, he went out. Five try assists, two line breaks, three tackle busts, 195 run metres and five line break assists. Huge game from Nico Hines. Probably the best game I've seen him play. But it's a lot easier to do that when there's only 12 players on the field too, as. Um, you know, obviously tied defence as well. But look, I want to take my hat off to Ravalawa, right? As for the Dragons, he just keeps performing. Scored a hat-trick on the weekend. And uh, big tries too, as they he put his body on the line. And, mate, you just try and budge him over the sideline. You can't, mate. He's like a Mack truck. He's just built like a tank. Absolutely unbelievable Fijian winger. Love the bloke. I, I think anyone would love to have him in their team. And, um, look, he's just an asset to that uh, St. George team. But... Oh, mate, look, Justin Ollum, Josh Adokar, these guys are just unbelievable. We just keep talking about it. But, mate, Tyson Smoothie. Yes, that's right, Smoothie. What a name, as He's uh, a good young kid coming up in, in through the ranks and played a right out of dummy half for a while. The Storm just keep rolling. They just know how to win. But, yeah, mate, I think tied defense of the Dragons put through everything, mate. The Storm were going left to right through the middle, punching every way they could. And, uh, yeah, just damaged them, mate. Yeah, and uh, special mention of Corey Norman. Can kick a goal, can't he? Jeepers. How about practicing a train in your buffet? <laughs> Mate, the last game of Magic Round. Penrith Panthers. Ten in a row as they've won. 48-12 to 12 over the Gold Coast Titans. Nathan Cleary. Is he the best player in the game? Oh, there's no doubt about it, mate. Obviously, we've Turbo, uh, there's no doubt about it, mate. Them, them two are clearly the best players in the game at the moment, mate. They're both on fire. But Nathan Cleary just continues to take his game to another level, Hobbs. And obviously, he's maturing. Yeah, mate, unbelievable. Three tries. Wow, what a leader. You have a young bloke, and he's got years to go. Penrith's absolutely got a gem on their hands here with Nathan Cleary, mate. And this team, wolf, definitely the team to beat. Who's going to beat him, mate? Could be 25 straight here. Mate, West Tigers will beat them when it comes to the origin-depleted Panthers. 
Yeah, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> uh, I'd have a think about it, the way we're playing. Fisher Harris Hobes, oh, best front row in the game. What a weapon. Scores a scores a meat pie as well under the sticks. Moses Leota. Uh he's another underrated forward Hobes. Mm. Goes good. Dylan Edwards. Uh, he got run run down by the forty six year old Anthony Don. Wow. He tries, but like I said, he, I think they got rid of the better fullback to the Tigers, Hobes, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Jerome Luai continues to produce. They just continue to roll, mate. They love playing with each other. And uh, very underrated player, Liam Martin. Definitely does mm. his job, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, I love him, mate. We spoke about him last week. He just tough as nails. I- I'd love him in my team. And, um, mate, yeah, he just does his job. Rolls up the sleeves. Nathan Cleary has three tries, two try assists, four line breaks, 157 metres, eight goals. Mate, the guy is just getting better and better. New South Wales is going to look good with him there. I hope they put Jerome there in the, in the halves. I think they deserve to be the halves for the Blues. Um, having that pair would be would be deadly. But, mate, look, they just keep rolling, Penrith. I'd love to see South and Penrith game. It's going to be a mouthwater this weekend. But, look, South obviously riddled with injuries. Mate, look, it's going to be an absolute belter. But, mate, look, I just don't see anyone beating the Panthers. I've got an egg on my face, mate, because at the start of the year, I said, there's no way Penrith will do what they did last year. That, there's no way. And, mate, they they just keep rolling, mate, and rolling and rolling. This is the best start to any NRL club, 10-0, and 0, as the start of the season. Absolutely incredible. There are such a well-coached, well-drilled football team, but they're playing with joy as you see them all cuddling each other jumping on each other you know smiling you know doing handshakes mate they're just mates you can tell they're all brothers in that football team uh look it's going to come down to you know they need to win a premiership in the next couple of years because mate salary cap pressure will hit and a lot of these players will be on the open market and a lot of clubs will will, will want to sign them we already see that with burton going next year hopes great young talent that's moving on Obviously, mm. the uh, coin, the cabbage was thrown at him and he's taken it. Good luck to him, mate, you know. Yep. Got to earn your, earn your living. But uh, like like you said, mate, they continue to produce young stars and they've they've got to work out, obviously, salary cap, etc. They moved on from the older blokes this year. A lot of people were blowing up about that. I don't know why. I mean, you made the GF, mate, so plenty of experience there because of all these players, majority of them were in the GF last year, mate. They're, they're hungry to win it. Oh, there's no doubt about it. But you're, you're, you're 100% right, mate. They have to win the grand final for us to, to even say, you know, that this is one of the greatest teams that we'll see. If they win the GF Hobes, they're up there, Hobes. There's no doubt about it, mate. They're very enjoyable to watch. Their defence is unbelievable. The tries that Gold Coast scored were two missed tackles from Nathan Cleary, mate. So hmm. uh, he won't be happy with that. So for look look, look out for him to uh, improve on that. He's definitely got to improve on, the, on his defence. So... Um, Look for improvement from him. It's tipping time. That's right. As it is tipping time, mate, I want to just start off this before we get right into it. My co-host, you got it, As. You got the full round, you little ripper. Yeah, mate. I mean, I'd blow up my own balloons, uh, blow my own trumpet and pump my own tyres, but I'll let you do that for me, mate. I'll take the full round. Mighty Tiger Pies, I, I tipped him, mate. You know, you laughed at me. You made me look like a fool. But we came out and won hope, so I'm happy. 
it's, it's the only one I got wrong too, as so one of us were going to get the full round. That's for sure. I'll give you that, mate. We we obviously tip before we know what what's happening. You did say, "Oh, Ponga's out." I might uh, change my tip. I said, "No, you can't be doing that, mate. You can't be doing that." So uh, yeah, I'm happy, mate. Full round and uh, away we go. I'll take it, mate. Louis got one as well. Well done, mate. You uh, got the full round. And uh, Rupert Pumpkin, you got another one, mate. He's got two uh, this year. Uh, so shout out to the boys. Well done, gentlemen. 100%. The Oran Park Rabbito, two full rounds this year. He's on fire. All right. As Cowboys versus Newcastle Knights, who you got in this one, mate? Uh, there's no doubt about it. I'll, I'll go for the uh, Toddy Payton coached Cowboys, mate. I think the Knights are in all sorts. I don't even know if they'd beat the Dogs at the moment, the way they're going, Hobes. Well, mate, interesting to see if Ponga does play. I think hearing Blake Green's good to go. So they will have some direction there. But, look, I just can't see him uh, beating Toddy Payton's coached Cowboys. And up there as well in uh, North Queensland, I think they'll get the chocolates. Uh, mate, Warriors versus the West Tigers. Who you got in this one, bud? Uh, there's no doubt about it. We'll back up. We'll go back to back here. Go the Tiger Pies. <laughs> what are you laughing at, mate? You laughed at me last week. As I'm on it, mate. Yes. I'm on the Tigers. You beauty. <laughs> I'm on it, mate. They will go back to back for the first time in a while. I, I think that they, they're going to be too classy for the Warriors. The Warriors are too hot and cold for me. Uh, I'd love to see if Reese Walsh does start in the halves. But, um, mate, look, yeah, I just the Warriors are just too inconsistent. You don't know which one's going to turn up. And like the Tigers as well. Uh, but, look, mate, I think the Tigers have got more to play for than what the Warriors do. Um, especially to get off the bottom of this thing. And, and look, they've got some class players. Uh, I, I do believe the Tigers will beat the Warriors. So there you go, buddy. Thank you, mate. Happy to hear it. Cronulla Sharks versus St. George Illawarra Dragons. Who you got in this one, mate? Uh, mate, Dufty's. I think Dufty's out. He didn't look good on the bench there. Yeah, I'll be, uh, obviously, Fumiano will get a, a few weeks. Well, not a few. He'll get about five or six. So, uh, yeah, I'm going up, up Cronulla. Not confident. Obviously, Josh Hanna is the coach. But there's some good signs there against the Rabbitohs there on the weekend. So, I think Cronulla will get the chockies here. Damn it, mate. I thought I was going to be against you here. I'm definitely going up, up Cronulla. I think they're certainly still in this one. They are always good games, these games. They're always up for the Shire battle. Um, and, yeah, look, I think Cronulla uh, just got too many class players. I'm hearing uh, Josh Maguire's got five out, and so does Tyrell Fulano got five out. So, mate, they're um yeah depleted. And, yeah, who knows what's happening with Dufty there? Um, but yeah, worrying signs for the Dragons. But yeah, look, I've got Cronulla. They're due, mate. They're due, and uh, yeah, I think they're going to win this one. Uh, mate, Gold Coast Titans versus the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Who you got in this one? <laughs> Can't be tipping the dogs. We'll go to the Titans. Yeah, mate, can't tip the dogs. I'm on Gold Coast as well. Uh, mate, Roosters versus Broncos. Who you got in this one? It's all about the Chooks, mate. Yeah, mate, I'm on the Roosters as well. I think this will be a one-way traffic. I think the Roosters will win this one convincingly. Raiders versus Storm. Who you got in this one? It's the Storm, mate. I think most of those players will be back this week. And Canberra's in all sorts, mate. They are dead set in all sorts. So, um, yeah, I'll be taking the Storm. Yeah, mate, I'm on Melbourne Storm. How can you not be on Melbourne Storm? They're just too good and uh, too clinical. I don't care that it is in Canberra. Sunday is going to be an absolute belter. Cancel all your plans, everyone. Be ready for this. Starts 2 o'clock on Sunday. South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Penrith Panthers. As Who you got in this one? Oh, I can't go past Penrith, Hopes. They are the benchmark. They are on fire. 
Um, obviously, South get Latrell back. I think Cam Murray's back as well. So uh, there were a few of their stars coming back. But, um, I mean, you're up against a team that's absolutely rolling at the moment, mate. So uh, I've got to tip the Panthers. Yeah, mate. Look, for tipping purposes, I'm going to tip the Panthers. Uh, but if I was a betting man, I'd actually go for the Rabbitohs. Uh, I do think they're in a chance for this game. Although the game is played in Dubbo as, which might favour even more to the Panthers. But yeah, look, having Latrell back is obviously a big, big boost for the Rabbitohs. Uh, but mate, you can't tip against the Panthers. Four o'clock round 11 is completed with the Parramatta Eels against the Manly Warringah Seagulls. I think this is the game of the round as. Who you got in this one, mate? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. This is an absolute belter. It's a mouth-watering game that I can't wait to watch. And uh, let's go, Manly! I'll be taking Manly, mate. <laughs> wow. I knew you would, mate. I had a big feeling that you'd be on the Manly Seagulls. I'm glad that you're back at them for the eight now, mate. You finally jumped on that bandwagon. Uh, yep. But, mate, look, Parramatta at home, Bankwest Stadium, they've got a great record. Uh, as if you remember last year, uh, Manly were actually gypped for a forward pass in the last dying minutes. Turbo threw a ball over. Uh, Ruben Garrick actually scored in the corner, uh, but the pass was ruled forward. Manly were filthy. Uh, I watched the game and I said, there's no way that was a forward pass. Parramatta got away with that one. But look, I think Parramatta will win this one. I think they're playing too good of football. Uh, Moses needs to be on for us uh, on Sunday. I believe he will be. Really looking forward to this one. Mouth-watering. I've got one word for you. Uh, actually, I've got one player for you, and it's uh, Tommy Turbo Trebojevic. Parramatta is in all sorts. All right, Az. That's a wrap for this week. Uh, we are on our way to round 11. So much more to talk about. Uh, hope you all enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to jump on. You've got the last few days to go to get nominating, to get voting, to give us a keyword, uh, to get those grand final tickets. You don't want to miss a day out. It's going to be an absolute belter as have a great week, mate. I look forward to doing this with you again. So much more to talk about, mate. How good. Yeah, mate. Absolutely pumped. Uh, enjoying. Hopefully it's better refereeing this week, but um, yeah, mate, can't wait also for that clash on Sunday with the, uh, Manly, Roringa Seagulls and the Eels, mate. I can't wait. Uh, obviously, that'll complete my full round this week while the Eels go down. I'll be happy as Larry. Good games coming up. So everyone have a great weekend uh, and enjoy the footy.